Welcome to the Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021, brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. To learn more about the Atlanta Fringe Festival, go to atlantafringe.org. This show is for general audiences. It may contain mild language, but has no overt violent or sexual content. These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to Funniest People I Know. I'm George Pulouris, and with me today are my very funny co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat. What's up, everybody? And Abigail Williams. Hello, everybody. I'm a little subdued today because I'm nervous about a game we're playing later. So I can't really talk about it now, but I don't really want to be here. I'm going to be honest. Damn. Abigail was all hesitant to speak up and stuff. <laughs> we got your back, girl. We're here for you. Hello, great to see you. I'm glad you're all listening. Okay, I'll just say that. <laughs> That's lovely. We should intro every week. Hey, world, glad you're listening. <laughs> yeah, glad you're listening. Thanks a lot. I have got a lot on my mind right now. <laughs> Each week yeah. we kick off the episode with a round of what's making you laugh. Each of us are going to share a story and then we're going to pick one to dive into. Abigail, what's making you laugh this week? What's making me laugh this week is West Elm's customer service. All right, West Elm customer service. Alex, what's making you laugh this week? The holidays, just getting into the holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Easter. I'm like, you're worried about Christmas this much in advance. <laughs> <laughs> it was George a little judgmental. Okay, George is Greek, so he doesn't think that this weekend is Easter. According to his calendar, it is not. No, according to my calendar, it's Sunday. But right. happy for everybody who's celebrating, and that makes more sense now. My topic is Satan shoes. Oh, I'm already going to tell you what my vote is. Satan shoes. <laughs> I want to hear what that is about. And it's an alliteration. Y'all know alliteration. <laughs> How could it not? Lil Nas X of Old Town Roads fame has developed a new Nike shoe called Satan Shoes. They're actually kind of hot. They're black with red accents, but they also then have satanic symbols like pentagrams and upside down cross and the inscription Luke 1018, which I looked up is I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. What a really weird concept to take in the direction of footwear. (laughs) There's also said to be a drop of human blood in each pair of the shoes. Is that real? That's what they say. Who? Who is they? The manufacturer company (laughs) called MFCHF and Lil Nas. Mother. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's 666 pairs in circulation. Whose blood Mm -hmm. is it? It's the blood of the people at the company that made them. Mm Mm-mm. And what is that, like a stipulation to work? Yeah, apparently. It's in the employment contract. They cost $1,018 a pair because of Luke 1018. Mm. Nike. Oh, my gosh. This is worse than the license plate, people. (laughs) 
Nike is suing them because they didn't authorize this. Apparently, this company bought these Air Maxes and then has added the satanic customizations. But people don't know this. So there's a lot of people freaking out like, I'm never buying Nikes again. And religious groups are turning on Nike. And Nike's like, we did not do this. We didn't tell them they could do this. (laughs) Oh, my word. How sued are these guys going to get? For all they're worth, what do you think? I think they're probably going to have to give Nike all the money they made off these shoes. I don't see Mm. how they're not going to lose that. They're going to have to give them their soul. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this is going to cost them. I had heard about this. I'm so glad you brought this up. I saw different stuff on my timeline about Lil Nas X and his Satan shoes that had come out with Nike. The one drop of blood in the shoes. 666 pairs and I was like you guys are really leaning into this theme but I did not realize this was not an actual partnership with Nike he already made everybody mad earlier in the week with the music video that he released which also had what people are calling satanic themes and then just leading into the shoot but I love the way little Nas X is a professional troll (laughs) and I think that's what all of this best troll ever This is all part of promoting this Satan-themed video for the new song, Montero. I watched it today. The video is a very gay video where he's attacked by butt plugs and is seduced by a serpent. And he slides down a stripper pole to hell where he gives Satan a lap dance before murdering him and becoming the ruler of hell. I read the lyrics and the song is about the pain of living in a closeted lifestyle. Cause you know, Lil Nas X is also mm. an openly gay musician. Mm. One of the lines is you live in the dark boy. I cannot pretend I'm not phased only here to sin. So it reminded me of a gay friend of mine years ago who showed me that he had bought devil themed gay porn. And he looks at me and says, well, if you're going to be sinful, you might as well be satanic about it. And I think Lil Nas <laughs> took that to heart. Yes, there's a part of me that I'm just like, yes. He said something that had me cracking up. I thought it was funny when Little Nas X said, you guys are worried about me dancing in hell, yet you guys tell gay people to go to hell all the time. And when I actually do it, you're mad. I'm not going to act like this is my thing or for me, but I appreciate his approach to embracing himself and loving himself in his journey as a gay man and accepting himself despite everything he experienced being closeted when he was younger. That, and also he's never going to have a hit as big as Old Town Roads ever again and (laughs) making a huge viral stink that gets everybody to pay attention is the best path he can take to getting some Mm. eyes on his new video. You know, Mm. there's no MTV anymore. You got to get those eyeballs somehow. I don't know what this is going to do to me from uh, the (laughs) government is spying on me perspective, but I'm on the church of Satan.com website right now. I didn't realize this was a thing and they've got 11 rules. Apparently it's really an amazing thing. When well, I say they, amazing, I don't mean that in a positive way. I'll say that. <laughs> um, I'm definitely against the Church of Satan. I'm going to tell you that right now. These 11 rules are wild. They're not bad. That's what they're worried about. Little Nas is going to make this music video and put out these Satan shoes, and then good pastor's daughters are going to find themselves drawn to the Church of Satan website. It's it's happening right here before it's our happening eyes. happening right here. Well, I'm not a Christian because I'm a pastor's daughter, George. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'll tell you, I'm uncomfortable on this website. I'm getting out of here. I think we should have a follow-up segment where Abigail tells us about the Church of Satan. 
Okay. All right. Oh my you God. asked for it. I do know how to give a good sermon. I've been in the church my whole life, so I think I know how to preach. Abigail Say brings Iowa. us the church of Satan. That is the segment I need. Right. Abigail <laughs> warns us about. <laughs> that was a really weird turn, and especially for Easter. I'm just not sure <laughs> where I'm landing with all this. But here we are. So we're going with it. This week, we're playing a game that I think all of us are dreading, right? We're all dreading this, not just Abigail. I do not ah! want to do this. <laughs> nervous. I am nervous, y'all. One of my favorite Easter candies are jelly beans. So it is only appropriate that we play this game today. We are challenging ourselves to the Bean Boozled Fiery Five Challenge. Bean Boozled are jelly beans that are awful flavors like grass and earwax. This bag includes... Uh. Five increasingly spicy jelly beans. Much like the hot wing challenge, I thought we'd go round by round and we'll each try a flavor and see who can last the longest. Can I go ahead and forfeit? (laughs) No, Abigail. I hate hot foods. I want to taste my food, not feel it. But this is for Easter. This, this is, gonna is help you. not for Easter. Think, think of it like you're eating Satan with every spicy okay, bite. Okay, Alex. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. This is so weird. You want to read the oh. flavors, Abigail? This is the sound of the bag from hell. Here's what it says. Bean boozled jelly belly, fiery five challenge. How hot can you handle? On the lowest of the spectrum, we've got sriracha. Followed by its best buddy, Jalapeno. Followed by Cayenne, Habanero, and at the very top, Carolina Reaper. That's right, Reaper. Let's open these puppies up, guys. It smells terrible. Oh my god, it smells like jalapenos. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. I'm already thrown up. I have <laughs> I can't no gag smell reflex. Mine. I'm not sick, guys, but I can't smell. Oh, Alex, I'm wondering if you've got the Rona, if you can't smell that. I smell my perfume. I want Uh, Alex's box because whatever she's got is better than what I've got. I'm nervous because I was reading the instructions and it says, do not drink water. I don't drink milk and I Mm -mm. don't have any ice cream or a lime. Oh no. I don't have any sound of death shaking in her guy. Will my spit be enough people? No, it will not be. Milk, eat ice cream, rice, honey, or even lime to extinguish the burn. Why do I not have these things? Oh, no. I've got some almond butter. I hope that's good. Can I lick deodorant? It's fine. We'll get it. Can I lick deodorant? Man, this is a desperate place we've gotten to. I'm nervous because I don't know which is which, and I'm worried I'm going to have the spiciest first. I can help with that. The first spice level is sriracha, Um, and that is the solid red jelly bean. Is it more of the light pink or is it the darker red? More of like the light pink. The darker red okay. should have some speckles in it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, don't Carolina eat the Reaper. one that looks like a robin's egg. The light pink with the dark red. That is the Carolina Reaper, my friend. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Y'all want to do this? No. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Shall we start with sriracha? Yes. All right. Everybody got your sriracha bean? Okay. I've tapped I'm out. Too. I'm going to go ahead and tap out here. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I've got a Carolina Reaper, and I'm scared. 
You don't have a Carolina Reaper, Abigail. I believe in you. It has no <laughs> this speckles. Is, this is toxic positivity. You are a winner. I am a winner. <laughs> Does this look like okay. a sriracha Yeah, that looks you? like it. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? No. Yes. One, two, three. Oh, the taste. I'm going to oh, start no. here. Is disgusting. Yeah, that's really spicy. Oh, God. oh, no. I don't oh, like it, heaven. in the words of my mm-hmm. son. My tongue's on fire, and I've only put it on one side. Well, I'm going to tap out here. I'm going <laughs> to tap out here. Okay. Mm-mm. We're cooking Mm-mm. with gas. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm already nervous, y'all. We are moving. No, no, me too. That's really, that's really spicy. I don't my like heaven. it. I can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to go to my kitchen and drown my face. I can't feel my lip, the right side of my lip. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Y'all I think can, I'm playing. Okay. I can keep going, that was, Alex. That was a sriracha. It gets hotter from here. <sighs> but there's a little sweet in there. Like, you yeah. can still kind of tell it's the candy. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I think that was a reaper. There's no that way that was a sriracha. When I tell you my tongue is in pain, I mean it. It's spicy. That is for sure. My eye water. I'm <laughs> nervous to keep All right, you want to do jalapeno? Mm-mm. I'm going to watch from here. Let go. All right. I got my All right, All right, Alex. Go on three. One, two, three. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Why the hell am I agreeing to do no? Uh-uh. This is it. Mm. Uh-oh. I'm still suffering. <laughs> oh, Alex? Oh, I got to spit it out. Alex is spitting it out. She's actively. Oh. Uh, I had to spit it out. <laughs> no. I'm terrified if one of these gets lost, my son's going to eat it. And that would be the nightmare of all nightmares. It just tasted like biting into a jalapeno, but like, yeah, uh, 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 it wasn't much spicier than sriracha, but it wasn't good. The sriracha is better, but yeah. it's definitely uh, spicy. My mouth is definitely like burning. You're out. Um, mm, what's next? Cayenne. Cayenne. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> mm, I'm a little teapot in my mind. I thought this was gonna taste like big red gum. <laughs> it's not. It's not happening at all. Oh, oh okay. George, it depends. How do you feel? My competitive side is trying no, to... No, the competitive side of me is like, one of us has to eat one more than the other one in order to win. So, well, who's it if you're out, I'm eating this cayenne and winning. Oh, gosh, George, I'm scared for you. Please don't do it. Save yourself. I'd be happy if, to win on cayenne and not have to go to Cabanero. <sighs> My tongue still hurts, and I only ate the first one. I'm nervous, y'all. Did anyone else have a slight headache from this? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um. Okay, I'm going to try it. Ah, oh, no. Damn it. George, do not do it. Do not escalate this any further. No, are you doing it? You're doing cayenne? We're doing cayenne. All right, we're oh doing cayenne. God, there's something wrong with me. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, I put it in. We didn't count. I just ate it. That's fine. It's here now. Oh. Hmm. It's kind of smoky. It's actually kind of nice. How? It is. You guys must not be able to feel anything anymore. This is like what I was thinking. No, this is this nice. Is this like is, this isn't bad. That's pretty good. This is actually, this should have been first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's much less spicy. That makes me first. angry. That makes me angry. That's not bad. I can go to the next one. Let's do it. All right. Oh, my God. All right. Habanero. This one's a bright orange color. Habanero. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me... Oh my, okay, um, I am starting to feel it in my nostril. I'll say that. Mm. You ready? Are you counting? 
Sorry, trying to make sure I don't have any more cayenne in my teeth. <laughs> That's what jelly beans me. linger. Uh, all right, one, two, three. Um, I don't taste anything. Oh, that's kind of gross. Oh, that's really gross. That's really gross. That's really gross. That's disgusting. Oh my gosh, I'm so mortified by what I'm seeing. I'm back. That's tomato sauce and a jelly bean. The spice isn't even the problem. It's the flavor. It's really bad. Ew. Does it taste like Tabasco sauce? Okay, my left eye is watering. My left eye is definitely watering. Yeah, George George is, he's looking pretty rough. Right now. <laughs> I mean, Alex, Alex is throwing herself around. She's thrashing. This is bad. But I'm this is strong. bad. All right, I'm going to finish this. No, George. I got, don't I got Caroline. Don't do it. Are you going to do it, Alex? How right. can you guys do this? You guys oh have superpowers. Oh I tapped out on the phone. I'm going to do it before I regret it. it. Okay, here we go. Count All right, one, three, fast. two, three, go. It kind of tastes like like a really, really, really spicy cherry. Oh, my God. Oh, he's crying, guys. He's crying. This is bad. Oh if you God. throw up on camera, I'm going to throw oh, up. I'm definitely crying. <laughs> Definitely trying. <laughs> Alex, are you okay? Alex is sweet. I'm so glad I tapped out. Oh my god. Alex oh, is literally speechless. Oh my god. Oh my god. Why did we do that? Ah! My body is so hot. My this body is, is so hot. This is dead. We may have to cut here, America. We're just going to have to cut go straight to the next thing. <laughs> I think we have to take a break. break. Yeah, we'll be back after these messages. This little light. Hey, four five. Jelly belly. I'm gonna let it shine. Jesus. Oh, wait, you said rice helps? It says milk, rice, ice cream, honey, and even lime. All right, all right, I'm gonna pause it and go try to do something about this. Oh my god, that's horrible. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I've had some rice, some almond butter. How are you doing, Alex? My body has cooled down, and I have peanut butter, and I hope. I okay, want you to my... know that this was a real break we took. This was a legitimate. <laughs> we had to stop. Oh, oh, talking makes it worse. Okay, well, then let's get to it. <laughs> We are joined this week by a really great guest and a friend of the pod, Shakira DeMessier. Hey, Shakira, how are you? So good and so excited to be back. This is my third time. Oh, my God, it's so great to see you. (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you, listeners, Shakira looks amazing. I'm rolling in here in hashtag no makeup, roughing it, and she's rolling in here looking so good. Flawless skin, perfect hair, beautiful shirt. Oh my God. It Thank to you be talked so about. much. It's quite amazing. It's a lovely view. You look good, girl. Yeah. George, Abigail, you all look good too. Oh, you don't have to play. I'm in work clothes. I've got a hat on. <laughs> Thank you, Shakira. I'm really glad to have you back on the show. It always brightens our day when we get to see you. Yay. Thank you so much. Listeners, as you might remember, Shakira is a very funny writer, producer, and actress. She's going to join us today for our first ever improv story time. 
Y'all know my husband, Chris, is an English professor, and in one of his courses, he teaches transitions by having the whole class write a collaborative story with a prompt he generated. Last year, we read their story on the show. This year, we're not going to do that, but I asked him to give us the prompt from his assignment. I haven't read it yet, and we'll read his prompt, and then we'll go in a circle a couple times and each contribute a sentence and see where this story goes. This feels kind of like a gender reveal for a baby. Somebody wrote something down on a secret piece of paper, and we're all about to find out. It's almost exactly like a gender reveal, (laughs) except with no risk of forest fire. I don't think anyone will die in the creation of this story, at least not literally. Yeah, right. What happens at your guys' gender reveal? People die there? What is going on? Ever since California, man. I've got the prompt here. I'll read it, and then we'll get started. Having just finished a lackluster dinner and having not yet finished the lackluster finale of The Bachelor, I heard an odd sound outside my bedroom window. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear that? Said a little voice from the attic. And so I was like, who's there? Your grandmother, said the voice. What are you doing in my attic, grandmother? Knitting, said the grandmother, frightened. Grandmother's frightened. (laughs) Grandma, why are you frightened, said the guy in the story. (laughs) Because I'm dead and I'm scared of ghosts, said the voice. I'm just going to say, Grandmother, that it's odd that you're the frightened one since I'm the one experiencing you as a ghost, said the guy. Guy? So much character development. That's what we called him. I'm just going with the story. Yes, and. (laughs) That's his name, my guy, Richie. His name is the guy. (laughs) I am just learning that I am a ghost and therefore do not know what this world is, said Grandmother slowly calming down and also don't sass me i'm still your grandmother (laughs) (laughs) the guy apologized profusely not wanting his ghost grandmother to smack him and offered how can i help you grandmother you can help me by never speaking to me like that again and turning off that atrocious Bachelor show. <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelor show was the one thing the guy had to go to every evening. And now grandmother was taking it away. Okay. You may watch The Bachelor show, says grandma. But that's it. Have a nice night. <laughs> Bedtime, but that's it. And then you're going to bed. <laughs> Yes. One oh, I show. thought I was like, that's only. <laughs> so the guy finished his lackluster episode and turned off the TV and tucked himself into bed and swore never to drink the entire bottle of NyQuil all at once ever again. <laughs> the end. I love <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> I wonder nice. if we'll pass Chris's class with that story. I don't that think was a bomb ass story. You know? <laughs> I think the story was there. I'm worried about what kind of brain he's going to be. 
George and I proved last week that we can pass a fifth grade spelling bee, so I'm at least confident that if we wrote it down, the spelling would be right. Oh, at least congrats. the fifth grade words. Except for the word lackluster. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> not even going there, are you, Abigail? Mm-mm, not today. Fifth grade is hard. You guys should be proud of yourselves. Shakira, I'm really glad that you're joining us this week because you're so fun and hilarious, but also because we get a lot of questions from our listeners for our very own sage mage, Alexandria. But I always enjoy when we have a guest around to hear some of the, in my opinion, absurd questions that we get to also help give some answers and some clarity. So I'll be interested to hear your opinion on it. So in this section, Ask Alex. Shakira, we'd love to hear from you. Any thoughts, any concerns, anything you got? Thank you so much for having me do this because I love to give my opinion. Warranted (laughs) or not warranted. So, yeah. Unwarranted opinions is definitely my point. It started with, I don't know who needs to hear this. And then people were like, hey, I have some things I need to hear. Nobody ever wants to ask me questions because everyone thinks I'm the most judgmental. I just think I'm the most honest. That is true. We get no advice questions from listeners that begin with, Dear Abigail. And I'm going to tell you, I have never hit a person with my car today. (laughs) (laughs) That person wanted to be hit. I stuck around for them. That's why I'm so relatable, Abigail. You're right. And honestly, I'm afraid I just jinxed myself. I don't even want to drive for the next year because I'm so afraid of what I just did to myself. (laughs) I don't think these questions are absurd. I think they're really thoughtful this week. So Alex and Shakira, here we go. Dear Alexandria, I've traveled the marriage route, done the domestic partner thing, and have gone down the breakup and divorce roads. I recently came to terms that the single life is for me. I've been deeply hurt, two-timed, and played so many times that keeping relationships casual just feels right for me. The trouble is that, despite their assurances of the opposite, most single people deep down want that one magical date that'll turn into ever after. That desire for true love Totally turns me off, but I found a workaround, albeit one that kind of bothers me. I date married people. This is why no one asks me. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Guys looking to cheat on their partners guarantee my desire to remain uncommitted. And right or wrong, Mm. it actually turns me on. Just the thought of helping them cheat really gets me going. Oh, not uh, right or wrong. It's wrong. Uh, when is that ever right? Here is invited on more often. See, I'm not the only one out there. <laughs> on okay. the one hand, cheating is their problem, not mine. <laughs> but having okay. been the cheated upon partner, I feel mm-hmm. guilty as hell. Good what is wrong you. with me, Carrie? That's between you and your maker, okay? Because I cannot <laughs> tell you what is wrong with you. But listen, what I will say is that this is a hot mess. Because, Carrie, at first I was going to try to be open to this because I thought maybe you were getting involved with married swingers that were polyamorous swingers. Do your thing. But helping someone cheat? No, 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 no. That is not the help we need in this world. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to have to pull my Abigail card and judge the shit out of you, okay? Thanks a lot. I kind of take that as a compliment, but also not. <laughs> it is totally a 
compliment here. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, Carrie, you know good and well ain't nothing right with you. That's why you're writing in to ask us what is wrong. If you have to ask <laughs> what is wrong, you have therefore answered the question yourself. If you're going to call something a something, call a spade a spade. We're not calling chickens ducks, apples oranges. And that's what you just made us have to do here, Carrie. You got me out here comparing day and night up and down, and I don't like it. You're not helping anyone. You can keep mm-hmm. that to yourself. You know what's wrong. Go find people that you don't have to make cheat on anyone. Everyone needs to know what's involved, okay? Communication mm-hmm. is my best friend. Shakira, mm. what do you think? Well, Carrie, you're deeply hurt, and I feel mm-hmm. it, and I get it. You've been mm-hmm. divorced. Okay. You've had relationships that didn't work out. We've all been there. I understand. But let me tell you something, sis or bro. Carrie is an androgynous name. It could be a man or a woman. That's true. But let me tell you something. You will get hurt at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You, you will get hurt again. Because yeah. that person ain't going to choose you, baby. They whole time married. Mm-hmm. They're a whole time married. Uh-huh, and while you uh-huh. waiting to receive a text from them, you waiting for Christmas gifts, you waiting for Valentine's Day, it's not coming. It's not. <laughs> because they're married. Okay? So mm-hmm. let me tell you what I think you ought to do. Take some time alone. <laughs> oh. You yeah. don't need to be with nobody. You don't mm-hmm. need to be dating nobody. You don't need to be seeing nobody's husband or wife. You don't need to do any of that because you are creating issues in the world that we just don't need. Coronavirus already fucking up. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you out bad. here doing more bad. damage. Cut it out. Knock oh, it off. Cut it out. Go get some ice cream and be alone. Yeah. All right, Carrie. I yeah. think that's good advice. Get some ice cream, be alone, and then maybe look into swinger couples. Yeah. There's someone out there for you that doesn't have to crush another person in Mm. the meantime. Hurt people hurt people. That's the truth. And swinging couples don't want to be with you long term either. So you don't have to worry about them. Yeah, yeah, that's really good advice. They don't want you in there. They just want you there, not in there. They like change. They're not here for the commitment. Yeah, Yeah, and everybody's in on the game. Everybody's in on it. And you might be able to bring ice cream, too, like the Yeah, Yeah, ice cream and swinging. That's the plan. We have time for one more. This is from Marcus. Dear Alex, I've been married six years to the love of my life. Recently, my wife told me that all she wants for her birthday are breast implants. I was shocked. We're nearly 40 years old and happily married. She says it'll be a gift for both of us. I want to be supportive, but I also don't think she needs them. She's already a very beautiful woman, not to mention that fake breasts are a turnoff for me. How do I let her know that I don't think she should get them without hurting her feelings? Please help me, Marcus. Oh, Marcus, you seem like a gentle spirit, kind and considerate, <laughs> like you love your wife. And it's lovely that you think that she's beautiful as she is. Those are wonderful things. And it's a, a beautiful, sweet sentiment. It is her body and therefore her choice. So if she wants bigger tatas, then that is her right to get some big titties. I agree. Um, <laughs> I'm with Alex on this one. Absolutely. Technology surgeries are innovative now. They don't have to look like the Pamela Anderson breast implants. No judges. I feel like you're thinking something very inflated and just unnatural looking. And I think having an honest conversation with your wife about your concerns, telling her, can they make them natural looking? Just wondering. Because she's going to get the big cities if she wants. Honey, I was looking through my old Playboys, and I really think September 2006 is what you got. Those look real, and I think that's what you should go for. 
worrying about the authenticity in their look. I don't think that needs to be your worry right now. Just support your wife as she decides for her body and for her look. Alex, you've been so gracious in your response. There are two (laughs) very big issues I have here. One Mm, of which, we're almost 40, so that means that I can't upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? Why did you even mention that? We're almost 40. Let's throw in the towel here. (laughs) Yeah, we're fine. No. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. At 65, Botox, breasts, (laughs) every single thing I can think of, I am going to get. And I'd be if my husband, I don't have a husband, y'all. You could probably tell by the way I'm talking. Not at all. Not at all. I'll be if he tells me, oh, I like you the way you are. I'm not here for you. (laughs) (laughs) I am not your possession. And that's the second issue I have with this. You think she looks great without it. She doesn't. She doesn't feel great. She doesn't feel like she looks great without them. So your opinion really right now is a non-factor. Okay? Mm. Shut your mouth Mm. and enjoy them new titties. Okay? (laughs) As the only man on the panel, I will not say anything else. (laughs) But I am sure Marcus greatly appreciates your input because I think We've given a very clear path <laughs> to how to approach this with his wife. Bring her some Playboys and be part of the fun. That's exactly it. Well, being that Easter weekend is upon us, we wanted to revisit a sketch that George wrote as a reader's theater piece for the Funniest People I Know podcast a couple seasons back. The sketch was called Masked Mistake, and we had it played by Danny Anon and Lily Nas. We were talking about revisiting that piece, and George brought up the fact that it actually started as a short story. Was it for a class, George? Yeah, I took a class. 20 years ago, uh, writing class at Oglethorpe, it was called Autobiography and Gender. And I was writing a lot of really trite, boring crap. And then I started writing about my friend Mandy, and she just popped off the page. So I finished with a final on all these short stories about my friend Mandy. These are all based on real things that happened. And this is about the time I took Mandy to the Greek Orthodox Church for midnight Easter services. Because we've got Shakira here, she is going to play the role of Mandy, and George is going to be our narrator. Here we go. God, there are so many fine-ass guys here. I'm telling you, George, Greek guys are the hottest guys in the world, except for maybe Italians. (laughs) (laughs) She said, matter-of-factly, with a slight (laughs) giggle, shh, I responded, we're in church. I sunk deep into the light pink pew as I covered my eyes in hopes that no one heard her comment. I looked at my right at the monstrous 12-foot arched icon of the Ascension. It was one of six icons around the perimeter of this cathedral depicting the life of Christ. They began to my left in chronological order of the last three years of Christ's life, baptism, transfiguration, crucifixion, and on the right were the resurrection and the Ascension, and finally Pentecost. Each icon was mosaic, made from a thousand little colored tiles put together to form a whole. I looked as I saw the different shades and different colors create this entire picture. I was told once that the icons were made of mosaic because they represented the fact that the congregation comes together as a whole to praise God. 
As I observed the icon closely, my eyes moving in circles around the perimeter, I soon led to the massive mosaic of Jesus sitting upon a throne that was on the domed ceiling. I stared at the ceiling as I realized that it seemed like he had a scowl on his face, as if he was asking why I had brought this girl to his Easter service. <laughs> I broke my stare when I felt a finger poke me in the side. Is it true that Greek gods have small dicks? Shut up! <laughs> I hissed through clenched teeth. I thank God that although the church was known for its incredible acoustics, he had also given us an angelic choir that overshadowed Mandy's comments. I looked at Mandy on my left and stared at her. I began to giggle a bit, but quickly stopped myself. I knew that if I began to laugh, I could no longer chide her for her actions. She looked like she was on her way to some sort of fashion show in Milan. She was wearing a short black dress, the top cut diagonally from her right shoulder to the top of her left breast, and the bottom was cut diagonally in the opposite direction. Her face was colored in pinks and blues and purple, and her hair was coated in glitter. I looked at her left breast as it sat there, slyly, just waiting to pop out at the wrong moment. <laughs> I remembered earlier that evening when she and I did titty checks. We were in my room with the door locked so my mother would not walk in, and we were ensuring that her breast would not fall out of the dress. Why didn't you just wear a goddamn bra, I asked her. She gasped and rolled her eyes. This is not a bra dress. Why did you decide to wear a no bra dress to Easter? I continued my interrogation, mostly for my own amusement. Listen, George, this is the most popular style right now, and it was in Vanity Fair, and all the models are wearing it, especially my shalom, and it looks damn good on me. Now, are you going to make sure my breast doesn't fall out? Because if it pops out and your mom sees it, I'm going to be pissed. We were unsure exactly how to do a <laughs> titty check. However, we knew one must be performed. First, Mandy jumped up and down. Her breast bounced along with her, yet no spillage. There was, however, a great disturbance as her platform sandals made an obnoxious clanking sound that echoed throughout the house. We were not satisfied. I then got Mandy to lay on the bed with her head and chest hanging off. She thrashed and jerked like sizzling bacon as I tickled her. I stopped when she kneed me in the crotch. Once again, the breast stayed in place. Finally, she and I slapped it repeatedly. I slapped it from below until I was satisfied it would not come out. I think we're safe, I said. <laughs> You're terrible, George. This is awful. <laughs> How much? I would not How be much? your friend. If you tried to do this to me, I'd be like, I'll kill you. Come away. Get away from me. Wait a minute. I used to have like a good friend to yeah, me. Yeah, Did he check been... in? He's slapping that thing. I'll check myself. <laughs> My titty said, ouch, when I heard a slap. I'm just saying, I don't mm -hmm. titty slap, not my first. I distinctly remember this to this day. It is oh my a ridiculous gosh. thing that happened. I thought I was being a good friend. Are you guys still friends? Yeah, yeah. I talked to her uh, earlier today. You're a great friend. <laughs> oh. All right, well, let's keep going. Suddenly, I noticed the golden gates with sculpted wheat and grapevines closing before us. I quietly explained to Mandy that this was the actual beginning of the Easter service. They're going to close those gates. But behind them, you're going to see the priests dress the bishop. After he's dressed, they'll begin chanting. At 11.45, they're going to turn off all the lights. The bishop and the priest are going to open the gates. They're going to be holding candles, and they're going to pass the light to everyone in the church. That's why you have a candle in your hand. I'm confused. She responded. Just watch. I rolled my eyes. 
We watched as one by one the priests brought the bishop parts of his robe. They draped him with long embroidered gold and pearl-colored cloths. Around his neck they lay a giant gold cross. Atop his head they placed a crown that matched his robes. And in his hand he held a five-foot-tall scepter. He looks like a king, Mandy explained. She had a firm grasp on the obvious. I chose not to respond. (laughs) The entire congregation watched in awe as the bishop prepared to begin the service. A hush fell over the people. The sense of serenity that was prevalent was quickly molested. This church is so beautiful, kind of like me. I felt every eye on the cathedral turn my way. They all had the same scowl on their face that Jesus had earlier. Everyone, including (laughs) myself, wondered why I had brought this girl into their church. Yay! She sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, she's great. Right. She's a great time. Interesting choice of the word molested there, George, after you're slapping this girl up and down. Uh, With consent? That's With true. Request. It yeah. does request. make a difference. It certainly does. I'm still calling what I see. <laughs> I think, George, you knew what you was doing bringing Mandy to church. You knew it was going to be nothing but a good time and some drama. <laughs> As soon as she had that dress on, you had a choice. Yeah. That's right, Shakira. Spell it out. You could have really hit her with, no shade to you, I love you, my mom, family. You could have blamed it, anything. You have Easter, religion, those are all the excuses to use. Had I done that, (laughs) we wouldn't have had 20 years of this story, which has brought me joy every year at Easter time. (laughs) I say everyone's welcome in the church. Bring her on. It's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) I love it for a hard time. It's a great story. I did it for the story. That's right. Thank you, Shakira. (laughs) I really appreciated you reading The World of Mandy. Sure. She was so much fun. I like her. All right, guys, this has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Thank you so much to our guest, Shakira DeMessier, for joining us today. Shakira, what do you have coming up? I'm doing a movie. It's called Here Kills the Bride. (laughs) <laughs> oh, awesome. Yes, and yeah. I play a supporting character. That's awesome. In that film. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Look out for that. I think it'll be on Netflix. Oh, very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> awesome. We'll make sure to check out Shakira on Here Kills the Bride when it shows up on Netflix. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show. If you enjoy the show, please review, like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Pandora. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021 is brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. You can binge on Fringe on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you like this piece, leave a comment or review wherever you listen to podcasts.